Do you want to become a better songwriter? Well, we created a very simple 10-minute songwriter personality test, and it's going to help you better understand who you are as a writer, and it's going to help you in the writer's room when you're writing with other writers, because you're going to be able to identify what kind of writer they are, maybe even have them take the songwriter personality test. If you're curious and you want to take the songwriter personality test today, just visit songwriterpersonalitytest.com or go to the link on the writingworship.co website. Welcome to the Brave Podcast. We exist to answer the call to be what you need in the lives of kingdom-minded songwriters. We want to make a generational difference in the culture of the music industry by creating a place of belonging, learning, and launching. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Brave Worship Podcast. It's Eric and Chrissy again. Here we are. We have had some great conversations about the recording, and we've learned a lot about what's going on with Brave. Yeah, we have. What's going on with us? Yeah, what is going on with us, We haven't even shared anything about that lately. Well, we're in the middle of summer. Yeah. So we escape down here to the basement while our kids basically rule the house upstairs. And we don't know what's going on while we're down here. We're just hoping for the best. Our kids are old enough. You'd think they'd be a little bit responsible at this point. <laughs> but meanwhile, <laughs> the house is turned upside down. And you, it always just, is, you just rehired a cleaner, which I'm I kind did. of excited about. I did it for you. And really? We did it together. We made that decision together because it's just so needed, especially it's in the hard. summertime. It's just hard to work and keep up the house and... Your writing schedule takes you away all day long. And I need you. I mean, I can't. It's stressful. I'm working on our other businesses as well. And we've got a lot of irons in the fire and we just want to make sure to manage those well. So a little cleaner isn't a bad thing. Well, let's be honest. There's really two kind of cleaning. There's picking up cleaning. I do that really well. There's real cleaning. That's what you do really well. Yeah. But But because you're... When I'm working, it's not happening. When you have a busy writing schedule, especially in June, was crazy. Yeah. But July is looking better. and I'm already ready for July. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a crazy June. I think this episode, when it comes out, it'll probably already be July. So you'll already well, be ahead. Okay. Well, then it's announcing so July. This is awesome season. Yeah. You're having a great time right now. This is awesome season. You are in the season of your life. <laughs> Oh man! So we're well, barbecuing a lot. We're yeah, going on little tomatoes trips out of our garden now. Tomato. We've got our first batch of raspberries by now. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is fun. I like this the is future. Good. I like the future I already. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well. Okay. okay. Well, today. What are we talking about today? Seriously, we are going to talk with a writer that I've been working with recently, named Katie Nicole. And when I met Katie, I was really impressed with her, not only from an artist standpoint, she's got a great voice, but just from a heart standpoint and a writer standpoint, amazing. A lot of standpoints. A lot of standpoints going on, I know, but she's great. A really sweet girl. And I feel like her story will inspire many people. And I want to just kind of watch as she launches and give everybody the opportunity to to really hear more about her before her music comes out. When so, is her music coming out and who she signed to and what's the... Well, we can't officially announce that yet. Oh. 
Wow. But by the time this releases, she should be signed. This is and a big deal, isn't it? There will be some amazing songs coming out of this girl. So we got her before you. she was big. We knew <laughs> yeah. her when. That's right. Don't lose her number. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to do awesome things. And I'm excited to just get to come alongside and cheer her on and share about her music. So check all her music out. Before we jump into that podcast, though, with Katie, I wanted to just share our purpose. So I've been sort of dripping little things about Brave as we go through the last several podcasts, right? Yeah, it's been kind of cool how you do in this little drip method. And this one, we were talking about purpose earlier today. We read a devotional together and they were talking about purpose and so how much of like we don't, sometimes we can get into trouble if we don't right. know, know our, our purpose, purpose. Yes, right? Exactly. If, or if we try to pick up someone else's purpose and right. we're just left disappointed. Or we surrender our purpose for someone else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. Mm-hmm. But... So we wanted to get that really clear as a community. And here's here's what we came up with. We exist to answer the call to be what you need in the lives of kingdom-minded songwriters. We want to make a generational difference in the culture of the music industry by creating a place of belonging, learning, and launching. Wow. It's our purpose as brave and writing worship as a family. That's it. And that's what we're all about. So you heard me talking last time about relationships, resources, and Mm -hmm. records. Well, that follows right along with our purpose, which is creating a place of belonging, learning, and launching. Just Mm. getting to love people. And I think when you love them and then you give them the resources they need to grow, they can really launch in a beautiful way. And we'll get to see that a little bit today with Katie and hearing her story and getting to be a part of watching her launch. Yeah. This will be fun. Yeah, this will be super fun. All right. I'm into this. I love that purpose. That is really, really good. Again, that took a lot of fighting to get that. Not fighting, but battling and working through and and getting it to the point where, okay, this is where it is. Yep. Yeah. I'm inspired Mm -hmm. by that. I like that purpose. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go. And I can't wait to hear all about Katie Nicole. It's Chrissy, and I'm so excited today to have with me a friend that I have met recently and have been writing with a little bit. I just felt like her story needed to be shared, her story, her heart, her music, and you will be hearing more of it soon. But once in a while, um, as I'm writing throughout the week, there's people that the Lord really highlights to me, and Katie is one of those people. So Katie, Nicole, welcome to our podcast. We're so glad to have you here today. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to share my heart of worship and just my love of the Lord and my love of music because God has gifted that to me. And that's very, that's just amazing and such a blessing in my life. So I'm really grateful for that. Yes. Now, I would love for you to share more about that, Katie. Maybe tell us a little bit about your story and where your passion comes from, maybe a little how you grew up. Yeah. So my passion for music has always been something that has just, I've been on fire for Jesus and I've been on fire for just making music about Jesus. I grew up in church. So I, since a very young age, have always been in the church and known about Jesus. 
but I truly found my passion through making music about Jesus. And that's how I learned more about who God is Mm. and why I love him and why it's so important to have a relationship with God. So for most of my life, I went to church and I just kind of went through the motions, but I really found God in one of the most difficult seasons of my life. And I have a lot of health issues, health challenges that I faced. And I had uh, back surgery when I was 15 years old for congenital scoliosis. So I had a curve in my spine and they corrected it with metal rods and screws. Unfortunately, this surgery caused me a lot of pain and that pain wasn't like just a physical pain. It was a mental pain too. And so I was struggling with depression and anxiety worse than I've ever experienced it in my whole life. And the only thing I truly had to turn to in those moments was God. And I realized I couldn't rely on anything in this world. I couldn't rely on people. I couldn't rely on things. And I couldn't even rely on my music. I needed Jesus more than I had ever needed him before. And in that time, I just kept asking God, why, why would you put me in this situation? And I I tried to always like look at the positive and try and see that like, maybe I was being taught something like maybe I was supposed to learn from something from this. And God was always there with me, even when I couldn't see him, even when I couldn't feel him, he was always there with me. And I would see him in small, small ways, like in relationships that I had in you know, just my surroundings and the beautiful world that we live in that God has created. I ended up going to a lot of doctors trying to figure out why I was in the pain that I was in. I had a lot of tests done. I had a lot of different medications that didn't work and no one could really figure out why I was in the pain that I was in. And that was so frustrating. It made me feel like I wasn't feeling what I was feeling. Right. And I even did have a doctor at one point be like, I think you're just depressed. I don't know it's if it's actually like a physical thing. I think you might just be depressed. And while I do agree that depression can play a role in your physical health as well, I do believe that now that I'm where I'm at, that wasn't the the case. I was feeling the pain that I was in. And eventually I hit a point where my surgeon had said, we should just take out the metal rods and screws because I don't think that there's really anything else that we can do for you. And that was a huge like decision and a huge risk too. It could have caused more problems than I was already having. So basically this wasn't like an easy decision to make. I was 18 at that time when I had to make this choice. So for about three years, I had severe depression. I was anxious every time I left the house. Um, there were just so many unknowns. I really didn't know why. I mean, when I tell you that I was calling out to God in every single moment, yeah. I was crying out and saying, Lord, I just don't understand why I'm here right now and why I feel this way. And there were so many days I didn't want to get out of bed and I didn't have the motivation to do the things that I love to do. I held on. I did. I did music. And that was like the one thing that still brought me joy in that time. Mm-hmm. There were even some days when I didn't want to do that because it was just so difficult to go through this pain. And, but when they said, Hey, we're going to take these metal rods and screws out, I was at the 
And I was like, I have no other choice here. Mm. So I said, let's do it. And they took the metal rods and screws out of my back. And immediately I felt pain relief. And I, it's crazy because I was having another problem while I was in the hospital. And the pain medication that I was taking was for another problem, not for my back pain. Right after you have back surgery, you think like you're, you're having back pain, but I was dealing with something completely different at the time. I was having something called costochondritis, which is an inflammation of my rib cage. And that was more painful than the surgery I had. What? (laughs) Yes. So, and that's kind of how I knew I was like, wow, God just did a miracle. And I'm like living in this miracle right now. And I thought that was just so unbelievable. I was you know, every day after, as I was healing from this surgery, I was just so in awe of how God was moving and all of that, because I was like, I could have never done this on my own strength. And I don't think that any doctor could have done this on their own strength. This had to have been the Lord and God's moving in my life. And so after I came out of surgery, I was actually having numbness before the surgery in my leg. And I could feel my leg again after I came out of the surgery. It was the craziest thing I've ever experienced. I came out of the surgery and I actually found out I had an underlying condition the entire journey I was on. This pain that I was in made sense now because I I have something called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome and it's a connective tissue disorder. So Mm. basically I just was having problems with my lower spine because there was a lot of pressure being put on it. And so the pain was coming from that. And I think it's so crazy because it's like there was an intersection with another doctor who had been studying this, this rare condition. And she was like, this is what you have. This is an explanation for every health problem you've had leading up to this point, which I thought was absolutely crazy because no one would have ever thought of that. And so, so there was multiple miracles happening. And that was when I, also met Josh Havens, who's in the band called The Actors. And I wasn't writing Christian music before I met him. And I started leading worship. And I started to realize that I have a gift for writing songs, talking to the Lord Mm. and just pouring out my heart in that way. But if all of this hadn't happened, that intersection hadn't happened, there was just so many things that came together like puzzle pieces. Mm. And that's how I, I know that God has such a perfect plan. And so even in moments today where I struggle and I'm like, God, why am I in this position? I always remember God's perfect timing, God's perfect plan, mm. and God will bring everything that you need because he's a God provides. And I just think, man, he's a really good God. Mm, (laughs) He's a really good God. (laughs) That's pretty incredible. Well, I can't remember if you and I have talked about this or not, but I've had Lyme disease twice. So I know. Yeah. So I know that feeling that you're talking about the crying out feeling and I had doctors actually tell me the same thing. Like yeah, it was a mental issue, not a physical issue. They couldn't mm-hmm. figure out what was going on. And so yeah. all of those things you're saying, I know those things on a heart level. Yeah. And I used to think like that God could redeem situations with a song sort of like, yeah, you'd redeemed. 
And then one day as I was praying, I felt like I heard him say, I'm actually going to shape your life towards songs if you'll let me. Meaning Mm -hmm. he allows us to experience these circumstances in order to know the inside of these needs and these deep emotions in places we'd really probably never choose to go on our own, you know, but he allows it for a greater good. And I've seen that with some of my songs and you know what, we're going to see that with some of your songs too. Wow. And I remember people saying about one certain song I wrote, oh, I wish I would have written that song. (laughs) And what I wanted to say back was, well, that one cost me two years in bed. That's what that costs. And it's (laughs) it's hard to put that to words. And thankfully, that's not always the case. Yeah. What I'm saying is those situations that you experienced and those things that you've walked through, Katie, that now gives you an anointing that you don't even have to verbalize. It's carried in your songs for other people that are going through the same thing. Wow. Um, Yeah. That'll carry through your lyrics without you, without you actually saying it. And it'll carry through your melodies without you actually saying it. So I, I know there are some amazing things ahead for you. (laughs) And you've already been through this deep faith walk and you're just really getting started. And so it's amazing that he's given you that as a gift and as a foundation for what you're about to carry. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about the parking lots, right? Yes. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) And a little bit more about your music specifically. Yeah. So... (laughs) <laughs> the parking lot is just, <laughs> it was just an idea that my mom came up with one day. She was like, well, she saw somebody on TikTok go into a parking garage and sing. And it had really good acoustics. And she was like, you know, like maybe you could do something like that. Cause we were kind of trying to figure out ideas and just making videos just because we were bored and it was quarantine and there was nowhere to go and nothing to do. So we went into a local parking garage and usually this parking garage is filled with cars. But because of quarantine, it was completely like empty on a couple of the levels. So we were like, this is perfect. Like we can go in here, we can shoot these videos and we won't be disrupted while we're doing it. (laughs) And so the first video I ever did ended up going viral on TikTok. And so I just kind of like thought, oh, this is working. So we might as well continue to do it. And it just led me to like having, you know, fun making these videos and just realizing like, I love to worship. And so I would take songs that were like secular songs and I would turn them into worship songs just to like put like a Jesus twist on things and make trends trendy for God, I guess. And then I am obviously making music as well. So songwriting is a huge part of my heart. And I've been writing songs since I was around 16 years old. And I was writing more secular for the first few years that I was writing songs. Mm -hmm. But when I was 18 and my life changed completely, I started to write Christian music. And that is what stuck. That's what stuck with me. And it's so crazy to think that only a few years ago, I was writing love songs and I've never even, 
actually dated anybody. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy how I can take real life stories and I can speak about God through those real life stories. I just think that's kind of like an incredible thing. Mm -hmm. And most recently I wrote a song called God is in the story. Mm -hmm. And I just think that is it right there. God is always in the middle of absolutely everything that you do. And when I was writing these songs that weren't about God, I was writing songs about God because that was really the only person I could be talking to when I was talking about love and a love that is really only known by this, this one true, true love. And so, and then all the rest of the love in in this world comes together and it works. And so I, now that I write more like worship and CCM stuff, that is just, that's where my heart has always been. And it's now I can see that clearly. And I just think that's really cool. Yes. Well, are we allowed to share what you're working on right now? I think so. I mean, I have not officially signed, but I'm pretty sure talking about it is okay. I mean, if we get in trouble, then... (laughs) We don't oh, have to say, we don't have to say the name. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's great. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but what's really fun is getting to jump in some of these rights with you, Katie, and yes. just watch you start to fly, you know, and help me <laughs> a part of some of these songs. I think we've done two so far, right? Yes. Um, but just be a part of some of those and really just help come around you, support you and cheer you on and and what you're about to launch into, which is an artist career as well. Yes. And well, yeah. <laughs> all I can say is, well, because it's just crazy that I am even getting this blessing like that is just so like I pinch myself every once in a while just to like be sure this is real life, you know, and my dream has always been to, you know, get into writers rooms with some other writers and be able to learn and absorb new information because I can write on my own just fine. But when you start to write with other people, it's just this mm-hmm. whole new world. Yeah. It has been such a blessing to be writing with you and Chuck, because it's usually that's the pairing that I have had with you. And you guys are just so amazing at what you do. And I've already learned so much in just like the style of writing that you guys have too. Mm-hmm. I know how that's like influencing me and that's something that I'm so grateful for because I know that's helping me to grow in my craft as well. And so, and also we're writing some pretty cool stuff, which is like, that blows my mind that it's coming to life in the way that it is. God's truly in that right there. So it's awesome. That's amazing. Well, and you're a true writer as well as an artist. So, you know, that's not always the case, but you actually are both. So it's, it's going to be fun to watch you grow. If you had one message that you could share, Katie, I think your heart is for your, your generation, right? For sure. Heart is. Okay. Yeah. What, what is the message that you would, what do you want to say through your songs and how do you want to, you know, communicate with those in your generation? Yeah. I want to speak through the trials that I've been through in a way that I can hopefully impact just one person. And what I really mean by that 
is that we are all a a living story and a living testimony Mm -hmm. to what God can do. And if I can share that through my songs, maybe someone will be influenced to go tell their story Mm. and bring Christ to somebody else. That's really all I want to do. And I know that this isn't for me. This isn't for any, any sort of gain or glory. This is truly just to give God the, I want to boast about him all day long because he's just so incredible. And Mm. the way that he moves and he works is just something that is so beyond my comprehension sometimes. And so if I can just take a moment and say, you have a story and your story is worth telling, then that's, that's what I'm going to do. That's awesome. I love that. What about other songwriters that are interested in walking down that path that you're walking down right now? And maybe those that don't know how to connect to other writers or Mm. where to start. Yeah. What kind of advice would you have for somebody like that? So for me, and this is just my personal experience, so I can only speak from that, but I did a lot of songwriters rounds locally in my area when I first started writing music. And that really helped me, number one, to see other writers and to learn from them and also just to share my songs and see how people reacted to those songs because Mm -hmm. it's always good to have an audience. And honestly, it's so nerve wracking to get up and share your heart and just like a piece of you. But I promise it's worth it if it's something that you truly believe that you want to do and you want to pursue. And I also would say that social media has become an amazing thing for a lot of us young people, especially. I think that I found a really great group of Christian group on TikTok and I got connected with some of those people through, they had a, a Zoom worship and like prayer night. And that was kind of how I got involved in that. But honestly, be creative with how you choose to like pour out your gift and God will bless that. God will bless that. And um, there are just so many ways to get yourself out there, whether that's locally in your area or online. Those two things usually go hand in hand because I still play a gig here in Arizona. I play at a local restaurant and it's been cool to see that people from my social media have come in and I've gotten to meet some of those amazing people. So it's just, you know, honestly believe in your gift, believe in what you can do and you will succeed by believing in yourself and being confident in that is what I think. I do believe that that's how I've gotten to the place that I have is that I said, God, do with this what you can do. And he has, I mean, he's, he's shown, he's shown himself. So yeah. That's awesome. So as far as music, do you have anything that's out yet that's recorded or is that still coming? So that is still coming. I'm not exactly sure when the music will be released, but I can say that it will be released in the future. I don't have anything out there yet, but I do have a YouTube channel and I have covers of a lot of different songs. So I'm still actively doing some stuff that can be watched and listened to. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So you're going to come out with a bang. Your first 
release is going to be like amazing. <laughs> it's um, going to be so exciting. Like that, that day when it comes, it's going to be oh just my gosh. So incredible. <laughs> yes, it is. So tell everybody where they can find you as far as social yep. media and all of the things. So I'm on Instagram at Katie Nicole music and I'm on TikTok at Katie Nicole underscore. So those are the two places that where I'm most active. If you go to Instagram, there's a link in my bio that will take you to my YouTube channel. So those are all kind of connected. And those are where you can find the music that I am doing right now. So not anything released yet, but just all of those videos, those parking garage videos. <laughs> That's awesome. How important do you think it is for people to be on TikTok sharing music? This is a conversation that I've had with a few people. And yeah. honestly, I think it depends on age group because I feel like younger people are more willing to go to TikTok. Mm -hmm. But so like my age group, probably like the 20s, they'll be willing to share music on TikTok. I do think that it's important no matter what your age is. <laughs> because yeah. the thing is, is that it's a, a platform where you can quickly get your music out there. Mm -hmm. um, it's easier than Instagram, Twitter, any of those other platforms, Facebook, yeah. like those are all, they're kind of slow going. Mm -hmm. TikTok is very fast paced. So once you start, it's easy to pick up your speed a little bit and then yeah. people start to see your music and hear you. And then all of a sudden you've got, you know, a platform and I'm telling you that it's worth it. Like it is worth it. So take that step into the TikTok world. Don't get addicted to it. <laughs> It is easy to get addicted to. <laughs> right. I've heard that. But there's, yeah. I think it's kind of like everything out there really in that you just have to have boundaries and, and all that. But yeah, there's good things that can come from it too. So totally. I do believe that there's a good side of social media and a bad side of social media. And it's good to stay on the good side. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. We gotta stay on that side. <laughs> gotta stay on that side. Because it can yeah. become very healthy fast. So right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Katie, I just I love your heart. I'm so thankful for what the Lord has brought you through. Thankful for just the wisdom that you carry at a young age and the opportunities that the Lord's given you. I'm thankful to get to go alongside and watch what happens and, and get to cheer you on, watch you launch. I'll be here praying for you. Yeah. You do that. So thank you so much for just taking a minute to come on and share your heart, your story yeah. and your experience. Any last word on your heart that you want to share? Well, I just wanted to say thank you. Just thank you for having me. And also just thank you for for that support and my journey, it's I'm so grateful for that and so grateful for prayers and just having amazing, your amazing writing. Like that is just Gosh. so, so wonderful that I've been able to work with you and, and learn from you. And Aww. that has to grow. So that's my last words. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Katie. Yeah. Okay, guys, we'll be watching for this girl. You're going to hear her music very soon. And it's going to be fun as a community to be cheering for you and praying for you, Katie. So God bless you and all you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> if you'd like to learn more about resources available for songwriters, men and women, go to writingworship.co. 
follow us at Writing Worship on Instagram and join our active community on Facebook, the Writing Worship Community. The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our Worship Songwriter Mentorship. Now, it's available only a few times each year. The Worship Songwriter Mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove Award-winning and Grammy-nominated, drumroll here please, (laughs) our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course and a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship, you'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation. You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus. You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.